joins us, but not before I get a full rundown of all of the vaccinations you've had. Uh, start from the beginning and go. Well, I'm and I'm still wearing my mask for this interview, Good. just just to be yes. safe. Two masks, thank you, just to be mm-hmm. safe for you because right. I care about you more than shield. you care about me, probably. Right. So when the when yesterday um, they come out and the CDC say, "Hey, here's the deal," and um, the Biden says, hey, here's the deal, although his tweet was quite ominous, um, <laughs> saying, I just want to make sure I have this correct. The rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. The choice is yours, to which a lot of people were not pleased. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that was that was annoying. More annoying to me was then our governor coming out and going, I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe what I'm, I'm going to run it by my people and I'll get back to you as to whether that's it. Yeah. Um, what's your take on that? Uh, wh- wh- where are you going with this? So first off on Biden's uh, false dichotomy, this false choice that he offers, this is one of the it's one of the most annoying things to me in political discourse and debate when people say you only have a choice between this really horrible option A or mm-hmm option b which is my idea and those are your only two choices like those are not my only two choices like i don't have to pick one or the other um so like i can get fully vaccinated i could not get fully vaccinated you know i could even get as i am right now i have one shot i i, I haven't even gotten my second Ooh. shot yet i know i'm like yeah. i'm the unicorn and so but well i mean i'm going to get the second shot but i'm not going to carry a vaccine passport i will not go to some place that requires me to prove it because like you said when you introduced me i like i i am not required to produce vaccination records to go into any other business with for any other uh shots uh, you, you don't know if i've had uh you know, MMR uh, vaccines or polio or anything else. And it's really none well, of your rebuttal, business. Well, the rebuttal is that there is there is an example where we do this, and that's schools. Mm-hmm. Well, right? get your... So when you register your kid for school. True. But you don't you don't have to send your kid to the government school either. You can send no, your kid... No, I'm ki- sorry. Your choice is either that <laughs> or your child is uh, put into a work camp. Right. So Right. Well, this... And, and look, I understand this is... And this <clears throat> has always been a tough issue for people of a more libertarian mindset. And I do tend to come down on the public health side of that, uh, of that equation. I do. So if schools want to, uh, want to uh, require... Uh, vaccinations because those diseases are so terrible uh, and we have largely eradicated them thanks to vaccinations. Uh, like, I, again, I have one of the shots for COVID-19. I'm going to get the second one. I I support, like, and I understand there are people that don't want to get it. I'm not going to force them to get it. There are people that are terrified to take their masks off and, they're, and leave their apartments and homes. And now there are people who are terrified uh, to get the shot. I'm not going to tell either of them what to do. That's just me. Like, if you're scared to leave the house, then don't leave the house. You know, you're scared to talk with somebody out outdoors in a windstorm um, because you're afraid of getting COVID-19. Then don't do it. And if you don't want to get the vaccine because you're afraid of uh, that's, you know, emergency authorization and we're we're lab rats, all that. You know what? I'll test it out for you. That's what I'm doing. You can be the control yeah. group. And, you know, if you die and then uh, and I live, then it's like, OK, well, maybe I made the right call. But if it's vice versa, maybe you made the right call. But see, I'm trying to be consistent here because I've always believed that herd immunity is the way out of the pandemic. And I remember people on the right saying that very thing, like follow the Swedish model. Right. So we all get herd immunity. So what? We're all just supposed to sit around and wait for everybody to catch it. 
and and that's how we get there. It seems like this is a I don't know. This helps uh, speed up the process a little bit. Uh, that, no, I mean, but it, but 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 and you, but you touch on a point here that I think is an important point, and it's irritating me whenever we get into the herd immunity discussions mm-hmm. because. The numbers change, and then you see these these di- these dire articles are like we'll never reach herd immunity. Mm-hmm. And in every case, they base the herd immunity strictly on percentage of vaccinated yeah. people. Yeah. and that's not it's a, that's part of it, and that's probably the large that's going to be the largest part of it because there are you you, you know antibodies move out and there's different strains and all of that, but. Mm-hmm. You have to count. You have to count right the people who have the antibodies. Right, people who and, got sick. What about the natural yeah. immunity? Natural immunity is never included. Governor Cooper never mentions this. The health experts that he says he's relying on to guide him on whether to uh, take our mask mandate down um, in, in the state. You know, th- they don't ever include that number in their total percentage of those who are vaccinated. And if you go by their numbers, their data, that number could be somewhere around eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand people people who I, mean, I don't know i no i'm sorry uh, yeah i was gonna I, say I just, the number I, of people i don't know yeah i don't know that the governor uh, really has a leg to stand on legally if somebody wanted to lawsuit get into a lawsuit because what we're talking about is we're talking about constitutional things that, that people were suing over and, and and then they would go and a judge would be like yes but in in a pandemic or an emergency order xyz now you have the federal government that's taking a softer approach. The mm-hmm. federal government's approach has always been, and as it started under Trump, let the lightest approach. And then the states could be more aggressive based on the information that was coming out. And they were. Obviously, you had different states that went in different roads. I don't know here in North Carolina how much, uh, how much power that governor's, our governor's executive orders continue to hold. Uh, when you have guidance now from the CDC and the feds, when it, we're talking about constitutional issues, I don't I'm not a lawyer. I just think that that's going to be an interesting conundrum if they try to go all a speedway on somebody. Yeah, I don't think they I, I agree with you. I don't think they have, uh, if not the legal authority. I don't know if they've got the political uh, capital or the moral authority to to go do that. They're not going to win a news cycle. Not now. Um, but it also lays bare this this lie that Cooper's been telling all this time that we're relying on the science and data and facts. Oh my, the science and data and facts, right? Like this this incantation that they always whip out whenever anybody raises a question about why did you pick that number? Why did you pick this threshold? What where does this data come from? And it's always the you know this nameless, faceless, nebulous group of experts that is advising him that we never get to hear from. We never get to question like what science are you following? What are the studies? What are the research papers that you're looking at we don't ever get that information so now the cdc that we're we've been told for the last year he's been following their guidance they come out with this guidance and he is now parroting the same thing that uh new york governor uh, andrew cuomo is saying like well we may not do that you know we're going to look for our own uh experts to make that call right. here so now all of a sudden it's oh well now we don't listen to the cdc and you wonder why people don't trust you to give this information. That's why there is there is such a lack of faith in these institutions, particularly now the CDC, where I think it's like half of the country doesn't trust what they say. And that, that is a very dangerous thing. It's a bad spot to be in for the society. Have you enjoyed watching, uh, especially reporters from like WRAL and everyone go, I don't understand why people aren't listening to the governor when he tells them <laughs> not to panic by the gas. And it's like, because not only do they not trust you, they don't trust him. Right. And, and, and it's not just him. It's all politicians. And it's and it's basically everyone in the media. There's a bunch of people who don't trust us. That's right. that's the reality of it. 
So when you tell people not to panic buy, they think, no, screw these guys. What are they up to? Mm-hmm. And then they run down there to go ahead so they can get in a spit fight in a <laughs> night deal with each other. Well, and they can't fathom how it happened. Well, I mean, I just, I, well, this is what I did. I went down to the grocery store. I did my grocery shopping. I got all of the plastic bags from the grocery shopping, and then I went to the yes. gas pumps. That's Wait, you guys have plastic bags up there? I would assume the moon bats would have cleared those out of Buncombe County. It's man. one of the most amazing things I learned when I moved to Asheville uh, almost 10 years ago, which was uh, that there was, they, are, they are years behind on recycling. It really is amazing. Like really? Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte's got a, a far superior uh, recycling system than Asheville. I go figure, you know. Wow. Okay. Um, but hey, yeah, good for me because so, I got lots of containers for gas now. I mean, that it benefits me. Well, yeah, but if you're going to hoard the gas, you want to use re- reusable uh, uh, grocery bags. The canvas ones. Uh, so that's that true. That's Did true. you think it would take this long for two people to catch themselves on fire by I, having uh, <laughs> large amounts of fuel in their storage units no, of their vehicles? No, I, I actually thought like the first day when people were out panic buying, I thought someone's car is going to blow up because they have loaded all the gas in the trunk and they're going to get re- yeah. rear-ended. And I thought that was, you know, fireball kind of uh, the pinto. event. Yeah. yeah, they were going to get pintoed, yeah. <laughs> Never happened. Well, uh, things struck on at the legislative level. Um Abe Jones, man. I am a so, fan of this guy this week. Just this week. I don't really know anything else week. about him. Right, but this he he came across the radar because of his comments on the first it was the uh the the rules on the rioting and uh he actually then uh, made some comments in defense of keeping the US Supreme Court at 9 members because he's a former judge, right? So um and he's I I'm, I went in full disclosure. I went to an Abe Jones fundraiser one time oh, not because goodness. I was an Abe Jones. You're a leftist. No, hear me out. Liberal. No, 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 no. <laughs> I found it fascinating because it is a very there was a very staunch uh, Republican, and, and I won't say who it was, but he was on McCrory's cabinet hmm. for a while. Hmm. Anyway, so he's having this thing, and um, I have a friend who works uh, with him in his private sector business. So I went to this, and I realized it was a fundraiser for a few different stuff, but it was all Republicans except one of the guys they're fundraising was Abe Jones uh, when he was uh, ju- going for his judgeship there. And I found it fascinating that a bunch of Republicans were raising money for Abe Jones for a judicial seat. Yeah. And I, and I spoke to – I met him and I met his daughter who was there and I found them uh, quite reasonable people. Yeah. Enjoyed the conversation. Yeah. So when he's pointing out to uh, the Democratic contingent there, of which he is one, uh, that they're insane over the, you know, the, the way that they're uh, pushing back on this riot bill. Uh, I found that deeply satisfying. I did as well. Did I you did. play any of the audio? I did not. Oh, do you want to hear some of the audio? I've got a minute soundbite. You want it? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, let me see here. I'll pull it up here. I've got it at the ready. It's worth it. It's a minute. In Raleigh, I can speak to what happened in Raleigh. The police were told to stand down. They they were there, but they stood down the other end of the mall, and these people tore the hell out of downtown. That's what happened. And I don't know who will criticize me for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. may not be up here more than two years, but I'm going to say what I'm (laughs) going to say. This bill is needed to send a message from this House that that will not be tolerated in North Carolina. I don't tolerate it. And I think many, many people of liberal progressive persuasion or Democrats don't tolerate it either. And I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for some of us to say it, for God's sake. I'm saying it today. 
I despise that kind of conduct. And if the bill, if the if the punishment is a little bit of harsh, so be it. There you go. Right. Like that's inspiring. Yeah. Spoken like a true white supremacist or whatever <laughs> people right. support this are being accused of being. Yeah. That we're trying to stifle free speech and the right of assembly. Like and um, who's it? Uh, the former judge, Marsha Morey, state representative, I think, from uh, what, Durham. Right. Um, yeah. And she's out there like, well, what if I'm just walking in a, in a protest march and I have a pocket mm-hmm. knife on me and then someone up ahead breaks a window? Like, am I now going to get charged with carrying a dangerous weapon at a riot? Like, no, you were you breaking the window if you're not breaking the window? then you would not be charged with willful rioting, willfully engaging in the riot, which is what it says in the bill all over the place, engaging, you know, willfully engaging in this activity. It's like like they're trying to conflate the marching with the looting. And then they're like, you can't conflate them. Like they're doing the very thing that they're accusing Republicans of doing, which is classic projection, which occurs all the time from the left. I love the scenario so that they come up with like, remember with the voter ID (laughs) stuff? They're like, so what if, what if the woman's exactly 93 years old and her husband died in World War II and she was born under a blood moon? (laughs) <laughs> Will she be able to get an eye? And then it's like, they, so they they find like five people with these insane stories. And they're right. like, see, this is why you can't do this. Right. This So therefore, everyone else gets inconvenienced. Everyone else must uh, live under a, a less secure system because we found this one person that would have to jump through one extra hoop. And how dare you say that to them? Yeah, it's it's I think it is a form, a mild form, probably of a little bit of insanity. Yeah, no. I, I remember I was uh, I was at the RNC. Um, this is McCain's. Uh, so uh, oh wow, yeah, that's oh, going back. What year that was oh eight. Yeah, going back. That's oh eight, man. Oh eight. Yeah, I was see uh, him and Palin, and but I spent most of my time outside running with the moon bats because I found it fascinating, <laughs> and I enjoyed getting pepper sprayed a lot. Oh, okay. um, so I'm sitting there, and there's like they would just on a dime these anarchists, man. That's why I, the Antifa thing. Like knowing everything that I learned about anarchists doing that was right up there once yeah. you saw Antifa and everything that they were doing. And I'm standing next to one of these idiots, and next to him, two over is a, a St. Paul policewoman on a, on on horse. So she's on horseback, and I could see this idiot looking at her, and I'm like, that dude's gonna do something. <laughs> He's gonna do. And as I as if the thought crossed my mind, he reached over, he grabbed her duty belt. And to pull her off of her horse and oh, throw no. her to the ground. And so that happens. I'm standing next to this guy, and I look to my left, and here's a police officer, and he has what looks like a Ghostbusters pack on his back, <laughs> and it's just full of chemical spray, right? <laughs> and he's and he's, so he's spraying everybody. And the horse, the horse is, like, smart enough to turn the other direction <laughs> so it doesn't get any of it and everything. And they charged everybody that was standing there except me. You know why? <laughs> no, because why? even if I had a knife in my pocket, they understand what the term willful means. Yeah. So, to uh, buttress your point there. Yeah. Now, I understand also that there may be people that are not engaging in, uh, you know, willfully engaging in the riotous behavior that might actually get arrested uh, and and charged with something. And I get that. And I understand that that is a concern. But I would I would maybe suggest that 
if you're going to these marches and protests, maybe, I don't know, self-police a little bit better. You know, like maybe tell the guy who's committing the riotous behavior, hey, stop doing that. Or even better, you know, drag that person over to the cops and say, this guy's breaking windows. Maybe. I mean, just, or, again, or just, just look spitballing. At, look at the guy with the bat and move. Go, I mean, you know, I'm going to go stand with the guy not with the bat. <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> look at you trying to create only two choices. That's and right. I found a third False one. dichotomy Pete. That's what they call me. That's oh, right. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. Well, uh, uh, Pete Callender, PeteCallenderShow.com, the uh, website as always. And um, what, when do you think the gas thing is normal again? Probably Monday. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know, because they opened it up, what, last night? Oh, and they paid, too, by the way. You know, the, apparently the oh, Colonial yeah, Pipeline. Oh, yeah, we didn't get into that. Yeah, they paid. Yeah, I'm sure that won't, that won't be a problem going Right, forward. which, by the way, um, I've I've gotten your password to your system, so I'll be expecting oh. a check as well. For my heart? Yeah, I'll yeah. let them know. <laughs> They'll get that right to you. All right, Pete, I appreciate it, man. All, All right, right, thanks, Casey. Yeah, Pete Callender showed me. Yeah.